By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. OMG, I have an idea. You have an idea? We are not so straight talk. Welcome to Hunters Bay Radio's 88.7 and MuskokaRadio.com. And we're so excited today, Pigeons, to see all of you. This is your host, Geriatric. Very excited. Big day coming. December 1st is World AIDS Day. And it seems that many people kind of forget the significance of this day. There has been so many changes, but there's so much stigma around people living with HIV and everything. So we need to change that. So what I've done is I've called in my good friend, Kelly. Hello, Kelly Pigeon. How are you? Good, Geriatric. How are you today? I am absolutely wonderful. I have not had any wine. That's why you can tell I'm doing so well today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk. What do you do for a living? Let's start with that because I don't think people know that. I am the Women's Health Coordinator at the Gilbert Center for Social and Support Services. Our catchment area is Simcoe, Muskoka area. Wonderful. And you work with people living with HIV. Yes, I do. I work with women living with HIV. I actually work with anybody living with HIV, but I more work, work, work with women. Right. So as of December 1st is World AIDS Day. So what is that exactly? World AIDS Day is when there are celebrations uh, for remembrance of people that have passed, present and future uh, people living with HIV and the awareness of um, living healthy with HIV. Which can happen. Definitely can happen. Right, right. We definitely made strides. I think many people forget that this was a world pandemic as well. Millions of people died from AIDS and HIV for many years. Yes, definitely. uh, A a lot of people have died from HIV and AIDS for sure. Yeah, yeah. So what is, um, uh, what is the, okay, let's talk about the new stuff. Let's talk about the good stuff. <laughs> then we'll go back. Um, there is the thing called U equals U. What is that? So U equals U uh, pertains to people that are HIV positive. And if they can get on medications and they adhere to their medications and have regular doctor checkups and regular appointments, they can reach undetectable. But there still is a percentage of the population that don't that don't or can't access medications. 
Um, and that is, um, I think that's the one thing that, you know, I'd like to, you know, kind of like a little bit talk about is because, you know, some people don't have healthcare like immigrants or marginalized individuals. So, you know, they may not be able to equal or reach undetectable, but a high percentage of the population can reach undetectable, which, so which means is, untransmittable. Okay, so why is undetectable so important, Kelly? Undetectable is very important because when you are undetectable, you cannot pass the virus on. There is what? zero risk. Zero I risk. I'm shocked by I this new. <laughs> is this new? No, it's not new. It's been around for quite a few years, but a lot of people may not know about it. So if you're on medication and it's working, you can't give the virus to anybody else. No, you can't. As soon wow. as you reach undetectable. You think they would let people know about this stuff? You think they would, but I think it needs to go back to the education around HIV. You know, that it is, it is a sexually transmitted disease. And, you know, you need to take precautions or you need to ask your partner or who you're having sex with if they have been tested for HIV. And maybe that may be a conversation you may want to engage in. Well, <laughs> it's kind of nerve wracking when you have a waiver at the nightstand. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good to know this because a lot of people have no idea about this and they still believe that you can get HIV from a hug or a kiss or and it turns out that you can't get it any of those ways. No, you can't get it those ways. Yeah, even people like if someone bites me with HIV, I'm going to get AIDS and it's like, no. No. <laughs> but you've never gotten it that way. Nobody's ever gotten a, a healthcare professional that got stuck by a needle has never gotten it either. No, definitely not. I, nope. know, I know. A lot of misinformation out there, Pigeon. A lot of misinformation. There is a lot of misinformation. I think that's where it needs to go back to um, the education around HIV. So this kind of is like really important because it, National Pharmacare would actually help us end HIV in Canada. <laughs> would it ever help us end HIV? So if we, ha if we had National Pharmacare um, that, you know, there, you know everyone would, would, could access HIV medication. So that would, be, that would be great if we could have National Pharmacare. Oh, and PrEP. PrEP would be a big thing too. Yes, PrEP and PrEP, yes, PrEP and PEP. So what is PrEP? Like people don't, I don't think people understand that either. PrEP is pre-exposure prophylaxis. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to get my tongue tied around that one. Um, where, you know, you can, you know, you can take um, a, a one pill a day and it will protect you against HIV. Hmm. That's very cool. And I think I, I think this is something that definitely needs a lot of talking about because we seem to have lost focus on this. We um, and the pandemic has not helped either. Um, no, especially well. around those living with HIV. Well, of and also um, for testing, too. Right. You know, the, the public health, the, their focus right now is COVID. And they have, um, have, have kind of forgot about people that need, want to be tested for HIV. So it's difficult to find uh, testing uh, for HIV. Right. Um, I think that's one of the things we're moving to self-testing. Is that not something that's sort of coming? 
Yes, there's uh, quite a few locations. It's called Get a Kit. So you can log in to get a kit and it can be mailed right to your house and you can test yourself with the instructions in the kit. Um, the kit comes with no identifiable markers on the outside that says, you know, HIV testing kit. It just comes in a brown envelope. So no one will know that it is a testing kit. And oh, you can it's like when my dad house. used to get those magazines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, but isn't there some concerns around self-checking? Like, I, I would think that if you if you discover that you're positive, that could be quite mental health issue for you, quite overwhelming. Yeah, it, it, it can be. Um, but within the kit, there are resources to to call out. So if you do get a kit and you do test positive, please call out and reach out for assistance um, with the numbers that are in the kit. And uh, someone there will will help you. Um, walk forward with this and, you know, give you names of doctors and other places where you can actually get the, the other, the next test for testing for HIV. And it's important to remember, Pigeon, that just because you test positive, it's not a death sentence. Definitely. It's not a death sentence. If you, if you do test positive and, you know, you go to your doctor and you get on medication and you adhere to your medication, you will eventually reach undetectable. And live a happy life. And live a very long and happy life. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. So, yes. So, like, what, what is, so it actually raises a question that you don't know the answer to, but it's, this is one of the reasons for National Pharmacare, because medication is very, very expensive, isn't it? Medication is very expensive. You're looking at probably roughly around $1,500 a month, if not higher, for medication for HIV. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, people say that drug companies don't make money, right? Oh. <laughs> so even and the other issue is that even those that are on Trillium, they still have to pay deductible is usually one of the other problems. Yeah. So if you're on Trillium, you still have to pay deductible. So every year you do your income tax and it's based on the uh, percentage of the uh, annual income that you make is what you have to pay for deductible for Trillium. If you're on ODSP, the medication is covered through ODSP. And that's, that's the other problem that we're running into is because a lot of those folks want to work, but they just, they can't afford to. So they have yep. to stay on ODSP. So a national pharmacare would actually take people off um, ODSP and allow them to work again. Definitely. That would allow them to work if we had national pharmacare. Mm. Well, I don't know why Doug Ford is hesitating on that. I know, I do know in conversations with the federal government that that has been one of the problems around national pharmacare is the premiers like um, Doug Ford and Jason Kenney have been refusing to cooperate when it came to national pharmacare. Yeah, yeah. I'm just aware of that. And I also wrote a story, <laughs> so, <laughs> and got quotes. <laughs> anyway, um, well, Pigeon, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back after these messages on Hunters Bay Radio 88.7 and MuskokaRadio.com. See you in a few minutes, Pigeon. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Hi, Pigeon. Welcome back to Not So Straight Talk with Geriatric on 88.7 Hunters Bay Radio and MuskokaRadio.com. And we're talking to Kelly from the Gilbert Center who works with women living with HIV. Well, basically anybody living with HIV. <laughs> Kelly, let's talk a little bit about your journey in, into the world of world. 
the world. Uh, okay, so um, uh, 36 years ago, um, I uh, received a blood transfusion. And out of that blood transfusion, I became HIV positive. And, you know, got into medication, got into it, you know, seeing my doctors, got into adherence of medication. And now I'm like 52 years old, living life, loving life, and undetectable, which means untransmittable. Well, that's exciting. We're glad you're still here. We like you. I'm still here too, geriatric. <laughs> life like, like, is it, tell, like, it must be getting somewhat easier as we, you would think as we progress into the future and knowledge around HIV, is it kind of changing for the better or is it still kind of that stigma? Is it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, you know, it, it, it can go either way. And there are still a lot of people that um, have stigma against people living with HIV, especially when it comes around to dating and sexual relationships um, that, you know, you kind of, I, I, I feel I, I would, I need to disclose and I disclose my status to um, my partners, partner, <laughs> partners. <laughs> um, oh, but, good um, for you. <laughs> <laughs> but there's I got eight that, husbands in the bag, so like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but there's still that stigma around people living with HIV that, you know, we, we are going to give you HIV, we're going to give you AIDS. And that's not true because, you know, I adhere to my medication. I have for, you know, 36 years, I take pills on a regular basis and, you know, I'm, I'm undetectable. I've been undetectable for 10 plus years. So, you know, I, I can't give you HIV and it's harder for a woman to transmit HIV than a man. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. So <laughs> all those things protruding away. <laughs> I, there is a problem in the gay community when it comes to HIV because there's still a lot of ignorance around the gay men too. So for some reason, they seem to be thinking that everybody's going around to kill everybody or something. I don't know why, but um, yeah. but then there's a lot of us like myself who are educated and we get it and we don't worry about it, um, you know, and you should use a condom anyway. Like if you're just hooking up, use a condom. Yeah, like, definitely. Definitely use a condom if you're just hooking up, right? Right. You, know, you, ne I mean, you never syphilis. know. There's there's other other sexually transmitted diseases out there other than HIV, right? I so, know syphilis is a know. big one. And gonorrhea is this? the next big one. I know. Who knew they were yeah. coming back? Like I know. Wow. Like yep. where, where does the time go? <laughs> just flies by, geriatric, just flies by. I know. No kidding, eh? So what's dating like for you? Let's talk a little bit about their I don't want to know about your love life. I mean, we all do things to keep ourselves happy. <laughs> dating can be very tricky um, because, you know, do you have your status on your dating app or don't you have your status on your dating app? Because that could actually, you know, have people not, you know, connect with you, right? Because you're HIV positive, you know, where, you know, if you don't, if you don't have it on, you know, you can connect with a, a, you know, a few people and talk with them and stuff and get them, you know, get to know each other. And then, you know, you have to cross that bridge. Like, by the way, <laughs> I'm HIV positive. So you need to know this. Right. And I, you know, I, 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 I feel I, I need to disclose because I would, I would want the other person to have that choice. Right. 
or have that open conversation around being HIV positive. So, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's like, I think it's definitely a challenge for a lot of folks to, to figure out when they should. I mean, definitely, I, definitely. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's one of those, it's a, it's a timing thing, right? You know, if you, if you feel like the relationship's going to last or the relationship's there and the connection's there, then you want the other person to know, right? Because I, I, I feel that they, they should know that you're HIV positive, you know, even though it, it, you're undetectable and you can't transmit, but there's still that, you know, it's a respect thing, right? Respect the other person and let them know that, um, you know, you're HIV positive. So, yeah. Have you, have you had people reject you because of that? Oh yeah, definitely reject me because of that, for sure. Man, that's sad. Like people it are is. so stupid. Yeah, people are mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I've known you a while and I know you're just a sparky, little sparky, fun person to be around. So, I mean, I mean, if you were a man, <laughs> <laughs> we would have been married he would have been like my ninth husband Woo, all right <laughs> so in the work you do 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 you find a lot of women are, are are still struggling in this area or um we we have the conversation around dating and you know how to navigate and how to navigate it um but it, there still is that stigma around dating and around disclosure so it's uh it's one of those things that it's 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 a decision that you have to make very gently you know you have to you know you have to think think about it and you know tell the other person or just not date it's it's very difficult it's a difficult conversation to have for sure well and also the 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 um the previous conservative government actually criminalized hiv they did yeah so um, even though there was no infection in any relationships and people use condoms, there's people that went to jail because of uh, not disclosing. And that's, it's really a public health issue, which just makes no sense to the logical folks like myself. Yeah. Why would you yeah. criminalize a public health issue? But, know. you know, that's what, that was from Stephen Harper and all them. That's what they did, right? So, yeah. um, and that was out of a lot of ignorance that people seem to forget that that all happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and even, yeah. and even now, every once in a while, you hear somebody getting charged for some unknown reason. Like, I, it's very bizarre. I know in, in other countries, like, um, they, their criminalization is, is very prominent around HIV. Um, yeah. At least Canada is using science to, to kind of decide what they're doing. So we do see a lot of stuff changing in the courts now, too. Unfortunately, it just shouldn't happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, especially an undetectable person who cares, like, have sex enjoy life. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> everybody should have sex oh maybe everybody we should have sex <laughs> maybe we should have said a warning in the show before we started because god only knows who's listening on a saturday morning <laughs> you should have put a warning up there <laughs> <laughs> i'm not telling you Why how to have it about sex? <laughs> <laughs> i'm not telling you how to have it i'm just saying you gotta have it safely yeah yeah so what do you think the future holds around hiv do you think we can end hiv in canada i i i wish we could i don't think we're going to i i really don't i i feel that if there is not more education or more people 
advocacy, advocate work, you know, people that are living with HIV stand up and, you know, shout from the rooftop, enough is enough. We need to have this education. We need to stop this stigma. People need to know about HIV. They need to know we need, we, and we don't need to preach to people that are HIV positive. We need to preach to the public. We need to let the public know that, you know, education around HIV is very important and, you know, sexual health within public schools, within high schools, it's very important that it needs to go back to the beginning of education around sexual health. That, that is true because anytime you see any marketing and stuff, it seems to be to those that are living with HIV. And I would think if you're living with HIV, I think you pretty well know everything yeah. you need to know, you know, if you're yeah. worried about your health. So yeah. it really doesn't make a lot of sense that we're not targeting the general population around education. I always find that very bizarre. So I Yeah, I find it I find it bizarre also, like, you know you can't start with U equals you. You have to go back to HIV and sexual health. And, you know, if you do test positive medication adherence, U equals you, and then you go forward from there. Right. But I think it needs to go back to the sexual health and, you know, as sexual transmitted bloodborne infections and HIV, it needs to, it needs to happen. Right. And yeah. condoms, condoms should be free. Condoms should be free everywhere. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't even not agree with you. No, you know, exactly. I may be old, but I'm still, I'm not dead. And I think, I think the one thing, I think the one thing that, you know, I'd like to mention is that at the Gilbert Center, we do have a sexual health clinic. You can log on to the Gilbert Center at www.gilbertcenter.ca. And in there is the inclusive care clinic where you can book an appointment and come in and talk to a doctor around being tested for HIV or any other sexually transmitted bloodborne infections. I think that's, it's, that's a very important to know that. And then also on our website, there is getakit.com that you can order a kit and then you can reach out if you'd like to, to, to us and we'll, we'll support you around if you do test positive. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you help people with getting their medication, filling out all those wonderful forms and getting care getting a good doctor a good doctor means so much like especially one that is actually knowledgeable yeah definitely having a good doctor um is very important um not only for you know being hiv positive and blood work and stuff but going forward like around mental health and dating and other um things that you want to talk to your doctor about because a good hiv clinic has a specialist, has, has a social worker, has a dietitian, has a, like a social worker that can help you get on ODSP or help you fill out a Trillium form to get onto Trillium or ODSP if, if that's the route that you want to take, right? So having that, that HIV specialist is very important and knowledgeable. Well, it's good to have a family doctor that will ask questions and not make you feel bad. Yeah, definitely that, what, that too. Because there's, there is no reason to feel bad if you get an STI. It's, it's, STIs have been around for hundreds of years. Yeah. Like it's, not, it's not unusual. You know, all those buff young men <laughs> going off and traveling the world in, you know, the military and stuff. They <laughs> do stuff. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so what hours are the, when do they usually have the clinic, Kelly? The clinic is on Wednesday night from five to eight. Uh, you have to uh, email the clinic at the gilbertcenter.ca 
I don't know the number off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Um, but um, yeah, you can log on to our website and all the information is there. Do they get to talk to you? No, they do not get to talk to me. Unfortunately, oh, I don't work at the shame. clinic. <laughs> so uh, our gay man sexual health coordinator, Randy Davis, is uh, the coordinator for the clinic. And then we also have uh, Dr. Dylan um, from Innisfil that comes and uh, supports our clinic. Oh, that's wonderful. And Randy's open about his status as well. I do know that. Yes, he is. Yeah. So that, so you actually are talking to people with lived experience too, Pigeon. So that's a great way to learn. Yes, definitely. Mm. It is so, good to have those experience. So does diet and everything pay a big factor on your overall health? Is that really important? Diet for anybody is, is important overall health. It doesn't mean just because you're living with HIV that you have to watch your diet. Diet for anybody is important. And so is exercise important. And so is sleep important to let the body oh, rejuvenate exercise. and, oh, and uh, heal during the night. <laughs> and all I'm saying is exercise. Oh, dear. <laughs> if I can do it from a, I'm laying on my back position, I'm usually quite happy about it. You know, sex is it exercise. Well, it releases endorphins and burns calories yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a lot of benefits, even if you're just by yourself. It helps out. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. And that's another warning, pigeons. <laughs> I probably should have put it at the beginning of the show. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I, it's like Sue Johansson talked sex with Sue. I loved her when I was growing up. She Definitely. was so open and honest about stuff like this. And I remember her talking about HIV really in the beginning. And she was just saying, use a condom, use a condom. And then she get out a banana and put a banana, <laughs> a condom on a banana. See, it's not so hard. <laughs> and she was so much fun. Like I remember her coming to my high school many, many well, years ago. Well, you know, like if we had more sex positive talks and conversations, that would definitely help to stop all the sexually transmitted bloodborne infections, right? You know, I think that's I think that's one thing that um, high schools and public schools need to bring back into the curriculum is the sex education, and it needs to yeah. be in there. Well, and 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 uh, body positivity opposed to, you know, I think all those things. I don't. I think we're all beautiful in our own way, whether you're a plus size or not, or. It, I think you just, it's you, it's your personality. Yeah. And I don't think we should ever take away from somebody's body or shame them for how they look. I think I've learned a lot in my years. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a lot more than I ever thought I would too. So, <laughs> And seniors, you got to remind seniors about sexual health. I know that too, because they, they seem to have this belief that, oh, I can't get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go off and do things and it's like mm, mm, you should still use a condom pigeon i'm sorry yes definitely <laughs> just wrap wrap it up and use a condom that's pretty much what the, you know everyone should be doing yeah <laughs> that's so true i know anyway well hopefully things work out well pigeon uh kelly i want to thank you so much for coming and talking about your personal life and sharing with us and the listeners i think it's very important that someone like yourself should be proud of who you are and stand tall and share your life and make because you never know who you're going to reach at the end of the day pigeon that is totally true and thank you very much for having me on your show i really do appreciate reaching out and being able to publicly speak around being HIV positive. I do appreciate it. Thank you, geriatric. We just love you, pigeon. So just <laughs> remember that. 
all right, uh, Pigeon, make sure that you, on World Days Day, make sure you get the information, go out and get tested, don't be shy, talk to your doctor, talk to your clinics, reach out to the gilbertcenter.ca, make sure you take care of yourself, Pigeon, that's the most important thing, and please celebrate World Aids Day because we have made milestones, Pigeon, we really have, but we've got a long way to go because we could end AIDS and HIV around the world if we really want to, and that will save a lot of taxpayer money, Pigeon, because you all seem to be worried about that for certain things, so why not end something that you don't have to pay for anymore? I figure that saves money. Yeah, anyway, definitely. Pigeon, yeah. All right, Pigeons, thank you again for tuning in to Not So Straight Talk on Hunters Bay Radio on 88.7 and MuskokaRadio.com and have a safe and wonderful World AIDS Day and we'll see you all next time on our show, Not So Straight Talk. Bye-bye, Pigeons! Bye! Please stand for human right. Oh, that's tight. Inclusion, diversity, equality, acceptance. That's the idea, and that's, that's what we're all about. Stand up. Stand up.